Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Talksport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello and welcome to another TalkSport Daily podcast. I am your host, John Jackson, and we begin today's show with England manager Gareth Southgate. He's been speaking ahead of tonight's live TalkSport commentary of the Three Lions final Euros qualifier against North Macedonia. Gareth, depleted forces at the moment. I understand you've gone down to 21 players out here in in North Macedonia. Can you explain what's happened? Well, yes. I mean, you'd be aware that Kieran Trippier had to go home on Saturday. And unfortunately, Jared Bowen just picked up a bit of a knock in training, which needs a little bit more assessment before we're completely clear whether it would be the right thing to play or not. So we weren't going to have time to do that. You'd probably want a small scan just to check it and uh, that time we had before travelling we weren't able to do it so uh, we thought better to let him get that checked out at his club Was that picked up in, in, in training and was he yeah. in contention to, to start tomorrow? Well he, he, was in, he was in the squad and obviously uh, you know, we were a little bit disappointed not to be able to get him into the game at the weekend but um, yeah, as I said unfortunately he's, he's not with us Obviously with Kieran leaving it's uh, complicated that left back position even more than was complicated previously what did you get out of Fakayo Tomori positively when he started at left back that he could bring into this game and what could Rico Lewis bring if he was to start with Fakayo we knew that with the ball that would be more complicated for him we wanted him a little bit narrower than actually he was on the night and then with the yellow card we thought it was the right thing to change we didn't need to take a chance with that Rico's just a very good footballer, probably not nailed down a single position yet. He's played right back, left back in in midfield. He's definitely very comfortable receiving in midfield. So he's so young that I guess over the next couple of years we'll see whether he specialises in one area of the pitch. But he's fitted in really well with the group. And um, you know the reason for bringing him and Cole with us was because we believe in their quality and we know they could go into the game if we need them. Just finally, um, we spoke after the Malta game. You, you weren't happy with the, the performance. The players weren't either. They know they can do better than that. What do you want to see from this game against North Macedonia? Because most people will look at it and think it's a comfortable win. But what do you want to see from the performance to end this year on a high? Well, I don't know why people would think it would be a comfortable win because Italy got a draw here. Uh, Germany have lost here in the past. 
so I guess that's because we played so well in Manchester but that was a real outlier in terms of result this is a good team that have got results against big countries so our mentality has to be spot on the quality of our play needs to be better than it was uh, on uh, Friday night and then you give yourself a chance of winning the game more Euros qualifier action for you now as Scotland, who've already qualified, took on an Erling Haaland-less Norway who'd already been knocked out. Watching for TalkSport was David Tanner. Scotland 3, Norway 3 and you join me as the Scotland players are enjoying a lap of honour with the supporters. They have on their t-shirts, we're off to Germany and this is of course Scotland's first game back at Hampden Park since securing qualification for the Euros last month and it would have to be said that they started this one looking like they'd already done the job and not too keen on it because Norway without Erling Haaland and Martin Odegaard uh, took the lead after just three minutes to silence the Tartan army when Aaron Dorum scored. Just eight minutes later the Toulouse forward who scored handled the Callum McGregor shot in the box. John McGinn took the penalty and equalised his 18th Scotland goal. Scotland were missing both Andy Robertson and Kieran Tierney in the left. That showed when Norway scored again in the middle of the first half. Jorgens Larsen scrambled the ball over the line, beating Nathan Patterson at the near post. An own goal by Norwegian defender Leo Ostengard made it 2-2 at the break. Scotland pushed ahead for the first time in the game after an hour. A cleverly worked 1-2 between John McGinn and Stuart Armstrong was finished off by the Southampton midfielder. A former Southampton and Celtic player, Mo Elianusi, headed home a leveller late on for Norway. Scotland have not won any of their last five games now, but it didn't stop them doing this lap of honour at full time. And as you can hear behind me, the atmosphere, what, 20 minutes after the game, is absolutely fantastic. The fans who travel to Germany with or without tickets are loving it. And the match on the field finished Scotland 3, Norway 3. You know what, Sunday was also a bumper day of action in the Women's Super League, including a huge Manchester derby, which was the first to take place at Old Trafford. A record crowd of over 43,000 have witnessed an absolutely thrilling game in the WSL today as Manchester City beat Manchester United three goals to one. United took the lead in the first half, a penalty for Katie Zellan. City, though, were able to go ahead into that first half with two goals in the space of two minutes. The 34th minute, Jill Ward equaled. One minute later, an absolute screamer from Lauren Hemp let City take the lead. City made it three on the 56th minute a horrendous defending mistake by Manchester United Mayor Letizier and goalkeeper Mary Earps weren't communicating and Buddy Shaw was able to nip in and put the ball in the back of the net that wasn't the end for the day though because City went down to 10 on the 72nd minute Leila Alexandri with a red card a second yellow there for pulling back Lucia Garcia in the middle of the park that victory means that City go into third in the WSL they are now a point above of Manchester United. It is a huge victory for them after they'd had back-to-back defeats. A really great advert for the WSL here today. A thrilling, thrilling game. Manchester United 1, Manchester City 3. 
Former Arsenal and FA Vice Chairman David Dean joined Sean Custis and Henry Winter on yesterday's Sunday edition on TalkSport. He came on to discuss Everton's 10-point deduction, of course, his beloved Arsenal, and as no one seems to be talking about it at the moment, his take on VAR. One's got to differentiate between the Premier League charging and what happens after that. It's an independent tribunal. Uh, The Premier League actually have nothing whatsoever to do with the result and the decision. That is purely that's the legal guys getting... You mean for uh, the appeal? For for both. The Premier League do the charging, but they actually do not do the the judgment. To me, it seems extortionate, but uh, there you are. And it it could have a knock-on effect on other clubs, and that, that would be a disaster. Zinchenko on the follow-up. Brilliant finish from Ukrainian Alexander Zinchenko back in the side this afternoon. Gets himself a goal and surely seals the points for Arsenal to take them back level at the top with Manchester City. I think under Mikel they're doing a good job. I think there is... There is a freshness there. You can see there's new belief. Um, certainly the crowd have got it. It's, it's, uh, there is a definite buzz about the place now that we haven't seen for several years. And uh, there's, it's the four-letter word, hope. And uh, you can see the team have got something good going for them. I think there's something positive. There's a bit of a renaissance going on at the moment at Arsenal. Can I just ask you, David, about what happened with Arteta the other week when he attacked... Uh the refereeing of the game when yeah. Newcastle when Newcastle scored, and it was quickly followed by a statement from Arsenal, which presumably have to, has to be sanctioned at quite a high level, backing him and basically backing his attack on referees and officialdom. Were you at Arsenal? I doubt that would have happened, particularly given your role at the FA as well. Mm, yeah, it wouldn't have happened. You know, we're in an emotional game, and these things do happen. I think it's unfortunate, and never um, learn. Would you have had to take your manager aside after that and said, listen, hang on, let's just dial it down a bit? Probably. Yeah. How would you have done that? Do you call him into the side room and say, well, now see here, Miguel? Yeah, but you know, you don't undermine the manager either. The manager in the heat of the moment, that's what he believed. Then he just looked, I was at Newcastle that game. He felt aggrieved that he felt the decisions went against him. In the final analysis, I think it was a bit of misdirection because the fact is, in it was 101 minutes, we'll talk about timekeeping in a minute. There were three minutes in the first half added on and eight minutes in the second. In 101 minutes of football, we only had one shot at goal. So you can't say the team really deserved to win it is what it is and uh, there's there is a uh, there is a process in place and how they deal with these things and i just think it was a little bit unnecessary and i don't think it did the image of the, uh, the club any good i don't think i can go and watch any more football for the rest of the season because i'm just sick of the bad decisions i'm sick of var i'm a great proponent of var i was right at the onset when it was being trialed in the dutch FA Cup, this was in 2016. Don't forget it came to life only uh, in 2018 in the in the World Cup in Russia. That's when we first saw VAR taking birth. And it's developed and it will continue to develop. It will get more proficient. You will see soon automatic VAR offside because that is one of the most contentious areas of the game. That will improve. You'll see the VAR them, themselves, the actual individuals getting more proficient. Um, I, no, I'm greatly in favour. And don't forget, before VAR, the referees were making one game-changing error every three games. That's been vastly reduced. You go to the doctor and you've got a pain in your stomach, the first thing he'll ask for is an X-ray. He's looking for technology, he wants help. And that's the same in football. The referees do need help. 
because the game is so quick today. Some rugby for you now as Exeter Chiefs beat Gloucester in the Gallagher Premiership. Here's how the game sounded live on TalkSport 2. We are underway. Daffy Jenkins picks up and falls over the line and surely that's a try. No, Ian Tempest says Shaws. Uh, it has to be a try, surely. No conclusive evidence for a try. Cairns goes himself and will be tackled short. So close to the line, if he'd offloaded it, surely there's not a try. But there is a try as they go round the left-hand side. And Rusi Tuima is the man who gets the final touch. Really good play there from Exeter. The supporting players come in, but Gloucester break it through. And what a line that is from Jack Clemens. Here come Exeter. It's a lovely line. Offload to Daffy Jenkins. Second try of the afternoon for the Exeter Chiefs. A bit too easy for my money on that one. Here come Gloucester down that left-hand side. Thorley it is. Big and strong over the line and scores. Wow. Oh, Rees-Samit with a lovely spin and cut back inside and Lewis Rees-Samit scores. Two metres short. Exeter pick and go around the edge. They can't stop it. And Seb Atkinson has another try for Gloucester. Exeter pick and go around the edge for Stu Townsend who... NFL style goes over the pile of bodies and puts the ball down. Henry Slade, the clock has gone red. This will be it. One, two, three steps. Left footed, strikes it, got the distance. The crowd will tell you. The Chiefs players have engulfed Henry Slade like they've just won the Premiership final with that kick. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. We go to game day breakfast now, and ex-Aston Villa and Ireland striker Tony Cascarino gave us his very forthright views on the Republic of Ireland's recent struggles and the comments made by manager Stephen Kenny after Saturday's defeat against the Netherlands. Another home nations side suffered defeat, of course, that was the Republic of Ireland who lost 1-0 to the Netherlands in Amsterdam. The result wasn't the main talking point, though, as the island boss, Stephen Kenny, said the Republic of Ireland have never won an away game against a Tier 1 team in history, and it's because it's very hard. There is a massive deficit, he said, in Irish football. Well, it's quite convenient to ignore results in World Cups as if they don't count when... We beat Ireland. Uh, sorry, we beat England, mm-hmm. and we beat Italy in '94 in tournaments. 
you know, ignore them, they don't count because they're that was in qualifying. And also ignore some of the great results we had at home as well. We beat Holland. You're basically choosing an angle that ba- makes it sound like in the whole of Irish dis- history we've never had a, a result, which... Yeah. Well, what we're going to say next? Any team that begin with P, we've never had a, a result against. Come on. I understand it's been difficult. It's a difficult task, the group we were in. It was always going to be hard that, having obviously the Netherlands and France in that group. Mm. But we, we have been terrible. You know, look at our performances. We've got six points. We've beaten the team at the bottom twice and that's it. He's had a fair crack at the whip. And, you know, it's been a real hard watch, Ireland. You know, we don't score many goals. We don't look like beating too many decent sides. We don't win games that enable us to have a chance of being in the final one or two games. You know, at least Wales have got a chance of still qualifying. Yeah. And look now, we've been dreadful. And, you know, his record is, I don't know, was it now, like five wins in 27, eight games, 27 games? Yeah, it's not Okay. Great. And, and you look at the teams we've beat. Like, it's been like Gibraltar. Luxembourg. You know, there's no great result in there. It feels like he's clutching at straws, Stephen, to give an argument of, like, we've always been. No, we qualified in 88, we qualified in 90, and we qualified in 94. And we're not even close to qualifying. Villa's high line may cause them problems when they face Spurs and then Man City and Arsenal. That's three of their next four Premier League games. But for now, it's 13 home wins in a row for the first time in 40 years. And they've won their first six home games in a league season for the first time in 91 years. No wonder Villa Park is buzzing. They stay fifth, but they're four clear of Manchester United in six. I think I'll be proven right that Villa will finish above Spurs by the end end of the season and make the Champions League spot really good team love the way they're set up um, will they go in the transfer market in Jan to improve on what they've already got I like a lot of their players I like the, the way their fullbacks are from Dinya to Matty Cash are used got a really strong midfield Douglas Louise and obviously John McGinn Ramsey could be back soon the young lad and the forward line picks itself pace and power I think they will finish above Spurs and then that will be an extraordinary achievement uh, if they made Champions League football which I think they will Villa That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app, or of course, wherever you choose to get your podcasts from. There'll be another one of these TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you can to get it. And until then, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 